Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and all things paranormal. I am very excited about tonight. You will have to indulge me. It's a bit of a different format tonight. It's technically going to be a recording of a recording. Now let me explain why. A dear friend of mine, Brittany Robinson, was on a television show called Paranormal Survivor. And we interviewed her about a month ago on my sister Gracie's radio show, which is awesome. She is a psychic and has a range of awesome topics on. And I suggested we have Brittany on. And Brittany has a fascinating life story. So the recording I'm going to be playing tonight is actually um, from the show that at this point is already in progress. So this is about 10 minutes into the interview. And she has, I mean, Brittany is one of the most dynamic people you will ever meet and hear about. So in a nutshell, the story um, begins with her and her friend in Canada, they were messing around with a Ouija board when they were young. And we all know the potentially ominous and evil things that can happen when you mess around with a Ouija board. So at this stage in the interview, I had asked Brittany how it all started because the television show which she was featured on didn't cover her whole story. And for those of you, again, who want to look up the episode, it's called Paranormal Survivor creatures from hell so without further ado i'm going to play the recording you have to indulge me the audio quality may be slightly muffled and you may hear some noises in the background because i'm going to be uh, putting my recording device up to the radio program that was recorded about a month ago so again at this stage in the interview i just asked her how did it all start and without further ado we're going to hear Brittany robinson's story and I think you're going to love it. Here we go. Um, one thing I know I would love to hear is I don't think the show got to quite cover it because, I mean, your life is so interesting. I would like to hear from the beginning, from the origin of how it all started, all the way through this fantastic journey you went on. Oh, I'd love to tell you. I'd love to tell you, for sure. Go for it. <laughs> so, like... It, it had, I guess I could say it all started when I was a really, really young girl, maybe like three or four. And uh, my mom used to, like, she used to watch movies in the background that were very, like, magical and ethereal, and I felt drawn to it. And so, naturally, I'm an explorative kid, so I go into the basement, <laughs> and I start diving through boxes and stuff that's, like, neat and eclectic. And um, I stumble across a, a, an old Ouija board from the 60s. One of the ones that you see from, like, like uh, Haunting in Connecticut or, like, uh, you know, one of the old movies. It looks, it looks vintage. Oh, yeah. so I'm like, yes. Okay, I'm going to take it out of the I'm gonna take it out of the basement. <laughs> and I bring it up without <laughs> my mom seeing. I put it under my bed. Right into the fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, right into okay, that so cradle. Immediately, you're, like, seconds in first of all i also want to say raven she's another uh one two radio host and she has a paranormal show she said welcome brit she said welcome Brittany." she's so excited to have you on today but immediately you're talking about being a child being attracted to magical things which you know our website is magical grace so i can completely relate to this but you know a ouija board immediately i think of the exorcist you know that Mm -hmm. cute little girl and she's like hey you know captain harry 
yeah, there's kind play. of a tie to that, <laughs> like a direct tie into that, which we'll get into. But that's funny you mentioned that particular film because oh wow, there's some, oh yeah, it has some yeah yeah. <laughs> Brittany's already like oh yeah, I can let me tell you. I so, can sense where this is going. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so I'm already like I see this cute little child, this beautiful little girl, and she's you know the Ouija board. So I'm already nervous. Um, I am. So let's let's continue. Yeah, let's please continue. go for it, Brittany. So um, a few days later, I kind of like asked my mom, you know, how do you talk to grandma? You know, like how do you connect to the other side? You know, I miss granny. You know, so she explains like the basics and later do I find out my mom's from a long line of uh, witches hundreds of years back and predominantly my mom so I, I just felt drawn to it when she was speaking to me so I felt you know what I'm four I can I can use a spirit board there's no there's no issue with this but right. I have a little girl like a little neighbor friend and who's still my best friend who's getting married congratulations but um, I, 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 I asked her shout out <laughs> you know, like, do you want to, you want to talk to my grandma? You know, and she's a year older than me, so she's like five, and she's like, okay. So we don't use it in my house, but we go to her basement, <laughs> and uh, like her basement is is one of those basements not even I would want to go down. Straight she out of, of a horror film. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and the the energy in there, even as a child, like, it's, I could sense it was really off. So, uh, oh well, we lit a candle. <laughs> and I'm like, hi, Granny, I'm trying to talk to you. And it starts moving. And I'm like, Jackie, did you move that? And she's like, no. I'm like, I didn't. I might have farted, but I didn't move it, you know? <laughs> but, uh, so we start communicating with this spirit, and I, I'm darn too sure that this is not my grandmother. But at the time, I thought it was. Was it just a feeling that you had that it wasn't your grandmother? Yeah. Yeah, like I could tell like it was a stranger, but speaking all the right words, you know. That's so interesting because, you know, I'm, I'm so fascinated by magic and you kind of just said this, which is another mind-blowing thing. Oh, I just happen to come from a long line of witches. Like, oh, oh yeah, wait, we want to get into that. I definitely want to get into this, but, but, I'll, but I want to hear your story. So I will say, you know, here you are with natural intuitive abilities and i love to hear you already knew there was some shenanigans happening the spirit oh, yeah. was saying what it was supposed to say but with you with your natural abilities you knew okay. something was off yeah because uh my grandma used to have nicknames for me like for example my my instagram name honey bunny is what she used to call me and uh, it i asked her like what what, what's my nickname and she didn't answer and I'm like oh well there, there's like sign number one yes yes <laughs> many. right just like a little bit too um yeah something's off and I think it is intuitive so please so continue what what happened <laughs> um, so no worries no, uh so basically my friend and I we continued the Ouija board session spirit board it went normal nothing out of the ordinary but we didn't close it and I didn't know that you had to close it back right. then. Right. So we actually left the Ouija board in her basement for like weeks. I didn't know. But it was festering something, building something. And so I realized, oh, I forgot my board at your house. Can I go pick it up? <laughs> so I did. We had a play date that day. We, we played monsters and giants or something around the garden. But 
in the monks of the garden. I remember specifically I was hiding behind it like a like a rock and a bush, but like I felt like something was behind me, and that was like the first true moment I knew something was on the grounds with me on her house. Something so I instantly like heavy. Knew, yeah, like an oppression kind of feeling over my head, and I instantly knew oh my spirit board I gotta go pick that up it was like it it coached me into thinking what I wanted to know before I even thought of it we were just playing and um yeah so I brought it home (laughs) and that's where the shit started (laughs) oh man so let's let's dive into it I'd like to hear let's let's talk about the shit and the fan yeah oh there's there's a big pile well we want to hear anything you're willing to share about it so I'd love to for you to continue so it, it's kind of like a, a time gap, time kind of jump here, but yeah. From the from when I brought it home, I was four, and from four to eight, nothing really happened. It was just like gotcha. I've always I've always been open to seeing spirit and hearing them, and like even as a kid, I'd see little girls and boys like playing with me in the playground, and then they vanish. Just like very spiritually awakened, but during the time of like four to eight it was pretty standard you know you hear a bump in the night maybe a shadow in your peripheral vision but once I hit around eight or nine that's when my friend Jackie moved away right back to Toronto and um I'm from Ottawa so that's quite a distance I couldn't go for a play date for sure uh yeah I've been to both of those places yeah, it's, that it's is a hike like, your little friend but we reconnected which is great um but the stress from that I think kind of allowed a, a like a crack into my soul like it just hurt me a little bit too much because I didn't really experience any true family passings because like I said my grandma she was young I was young but I, I felt the pain from losing my friend and so I think that entity wanted to fill that gap and uh, started oppressing me a little bit so I, you know you know how kids when you grow up go through that like dark phase where you just want to wear all black sure. <laughs> you don't want to shower much you just like loaf around right that was me from like eight until ten eight to okay. ten years old right and then i realized hey i have a spirit board let's reopen that <laughs> so you basically since the age of about four you had this spirit with you and you know yeah. uh, what i'm hearing is you know, she's growing up, she has more of the ability to make her own decisions, and she's also a bit isolated. So already we have a cauldron of, um, you know, uh, specific circumstances that are ideal for a negative spirit to come through. And in in the spirit realm, there is no sense of time. So there can be a large jump in time. Exactly. But to a spirit and or the demonic there's no there's no time lapse for that being or entity no life dormant for as long as they need to right i'm understanding of that now (laughs) (laughs) you you know when you're you're shopping okay you're in a busy walmart but you feel like you're being looked at yeah totally sense it that's how i felt my entire life after wow like the age of four so i always thought something was there but i just didn't want to meddle Yeah. Just kind of observing and waiting for that time when the energy was right to pounce. Exactly. 
And so, so we have this lapse in time, and now how old are you when the activity really starts to pick up once again? So we'll jump from 8 to 16. So in that year, okay, six, you know, I'm, I'm oh, jumping around. Yes, and that's, there is a significance to all of this. So now you're 16 years old, she can make her own decisions, she yeah. has more ability, more free will in the world. So what happens at 16 years old? So at 16, I'm... Um, I'm actually starting to look more into spiritual guidance and like uh, researching it a lot more because I felt like, you know, you have this, this oppression on your shoulder constantly. I kind of wanted to feel like I need to arm myself or just knowledge, more knowledge. <laughs> so I did that and um, I, uh, I basically started studying and I just, I'm still very like a, much a loner, you know, I'm, I'm that like cute girl that will just stay in the library or go out for a run on the track during lunch period but uh, I read a lot and I learned a lot so I thought I was more confident in facing whatever is attached to me and um, it was right around the same time as I, I started dating for the first time and I think that's what kind of kicked it off <laughs> yeah there's a, a contender you know there's yes yes I do know exactly what you're talking about yes your and, uh, attention is now diverted. They don't yes, like that. They definitely don't like that. Mm-hmm. So when I first started dating, um, I kind of strayed away a little bit from my spiritual path. I just focused on being, you know, a young girl. And um, little do I know, like, I'm, st- I'm still with him today. But uh, he's very much Congrats spiritual to you himself. Too. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. He's very spiritual himself, but... He needs to see it to believe it kind of thing. Right. And, so, you're, um, yeah. so you're 16 years old, and now you are starting to date, which which negative spirits, when they form an attachment, they do not like that. That is, oh, yeah. um, that is very much a situation where, you know, you have this person that cares about the person that they are oppressing and they love them and so they could actually be responsible for separating this negative entity from this person which is Brittany so didn't you move into a new home or something or how did this Uh, work out the activity you know started to happen in the show they depicted um I'm living with my mom which is correct um at the time we like at the time I had my little sister but we couldn't sign her forms for a statement or being on TV or anything so right, we right. cut her out of the show which is kind of sad she's looking forward to it <laughs> but, um, bless her heart but she's uh, she was a, I think two or three at the time and you know how a lot of people say that they see their toddlers looking at something or communicating yes. or oh, yes. like you know night terrors Yes. Well, one time, my boyfriend and I, we were watching my little sister and my mom went out for a date. And um, so we're just watching her. And this is like uh, the, the the place we were living at. My boyfriend came over and we were watching her together while my mom left. Mm-hmm. So during that time, my sister was normal. And then all around like 9 p.m., she just started to stare at like the corner of the wall. And I'm like, okay, well, time for bed. <laughs> and then she goes... No, so then I put her to bed. <laughs> but uh, she starts having this night terror, like she's screaming, like something's gonna get her, and she keeps saying like something's here, something's coming to get me, something big, bad, dark, you know. So I'm like, oh god. And this went on for hours. She was having a night terror. Nothing could calm her down. 
my boyfriend comes in and he cradles her and he, he she feels better almost instantly. Right. Right. Like, wow. And you had you had said uh, there was like you heard kind of tappings or you know kind of yes. scratchings on the walls. Thank you for reminding me. It's been a while. Um, but yes, the um, the moments before she started going into this kind of state, I noticed that there was like taps on the wall and there was some scratches in inside the walls. Mm-hmm. But I remember very specifically with this entity, the way it makes itself present is that picture you're holding like a grape-sized marble right hold it like three or four feet above the air and you just drop it onto hard wood and then it just rolls but when it rolls it has its own movement and direction like the marble wow mine so you can kind of marbles just roll and then they stop but this one right roll and roll and roll and roll it sounds like someone in a a roller wheelchair almost right in the walls yeah, or in the ceiling above me when I know that there's no tenants living above us. It's just right. Right. Yeah, Which it's is a classic sign of infestation. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because it's not like, you know, even Brian and I, we've, you know, posted podcasts on our Magical Grace page, and we're hearing things in our apartment. We're getting paranormal activity, but it's, it's not possible. It's like it's between our apartment and someone else's. It's not from another apartment. It's in the walls. And that's such a startling experience because you're like, okay, if this is happening over and over again and we know it's not the pipes, they've been checked, what yeah. the heck is this, you know? Oh, and yeah. it's, it's like a giant startling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I, so at this point, you're, you're you know, it, a child or even animals can respond. I've, I've oh, yeah. seen so many people ask me, oh, my dog or my cat or, you know, so this child, a pure spirit, is responding, having night terrors. You're hearing this tapping. You're hearing this scratching. What happens next? So when we started to hear all that and experience my sister's uh, uh, night terror session, um, I instinctively lit some sage my mom had some for cooking but she was she also likes to dry it so i just right. like, kind of went for it i didn't even know at the time that really helped but it just you know, your instincts almost. Took yeah. over. in and your in your blood in your blood yes yeah very outlanderish you know <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so i lit that i did um like i blew the smoke in the room that we were in I didn't blow it around the other parts of the house because I didn't know, but I just put it around my sister and it, it helped her, and then she went to sleep. But after that night, I realized that this isn't just like a normal spirit passing through. This is the same thing that I felt years ago, even before, even before she was born. Right. Wow. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, well, hello again. And when did you start on a, on a level like seeing it's it's... A form, I should say. It was uh, not too, uh, not too soon after, but it was about six months or so after that incident. So I was sixteen and a half. It was in the summer, um, and I realized that I could see, like, when I'm lying down in my bed and I'm going to bed, and my back is on the bed, and my face is looking up to the ceiling. I realized that the the room is dark but you know when your eyes settle and you can kind of oh, yes. the room 
that just, this didn't happen for me. Like it was pure black. Like you put your hand in front of your face, you couldn't see it at night. Even oh, if wow. I had a, like a nightlight, it was just a oh. dark shadow over the room. Couldn't get. Yeah, that is. That is impressive. That is very impressive. That's like... Yeah, like blacker than black is yeah, usually... Is, uh, it's not a good thing, let's put it that way. Yeah. It smelled, it smelled like... I don't know if you've uh, ever experienced the death in an apartment building. Yes. But... Well, oh, yes. Death and decay. <laughs> oh, every night. This every night. This, this is not good, guys. So she's, <laughs> she's not in um, an ideal situation by any means, and... Uh, it's interesting because I think back, you know, I'm I'm thinking of the Exorcist movie, and, and now that I'm thinking about it, I remember they were hearing things, things were happening, and this yeah. is oppression, and ultimately, you know, I'll, I'll hand it over to the paranormal expert, which is Brian, but but oppression is leading up to what, Brian? Full possession. Yeah. I mean, that's always oh, yeah. the goal of anything in the demonic realm. They, they want, I mean, your soul, uh, to yeah. put it simply and they also weaken through fright through emotion so their intent is to get someone so frazzled that they're in a weakened physical state so it makes it easier to take over and and for those in the chat room who were asking oh i didn't know you had to um close the the ouija board you um, always have to close you do i i've i've actually only used a ouija board once um, with similar results uh, to Brittany, and once was enough for me. Um, and you know, but but I don't think this Ouija board it, it's sold as a game. So most people are not thinking this is a spiritual thing per se. We're not really sure when it's being marketed the way that it is, whether or not this is something actually very dangerous or or not. But Brian and his experience. Um, with possessions, so many of them started with a Ouija board. And a Ouija board opens up the veil, and you're asking for information, but you're, we really don't have the ability to say, you can come in, but you cannot. So any powerful spirit can come through. And it's very similar to our dreams. You oh, know, yeah. sometimes people... Sometimes people have dreams that are just dreams. They're just our psyche kind of working itself out. And other times we see our grandmothers or people come through or even people that are living, their soul comes through. So that also is a place where it's the veil kind of, um, you know, crosses over. They call it the crossroads and we can cross between realms or dimensions. So... You know, just just for people to kind of understand this. Yeah, this is serious stuff, you know. So, okay, so you have this oppression in your room. And Bren was going to say something. Oh, I was going to say in terms of the Ouija boards, uh, there is uh, an entity that is typically associated with the Ouija board that oh, comes yeah. through in a demonic sense. Um, the name is Ozo. And for those of you who are not familiar, um, probably worth looking up. It's not exactly a fun uh, entity. <laughs> and or demon no and um and I'm, i don't want to jump the jump the gun with britney's story but uh let's just say there's a connection there <laughs> um and and it is always good even if you're not using a ouija board to uninvite any attachment that may try to follow you home and if you're investigating a you know, purportedly haunted house or anything negative you should always uninvite any presence because it can unleash itself. And I would even go so far as to say, unless you're uh, a paranormal expert, 
expert, I wouldn't suggest it. Like even, you know, the book that, that, um, the exorcist was based off of, there was a priest who was not, you know, he, he wasn't an exorcist and he came in and tried to do exorcist rites and he ended up getting physically harmed because, you know, so this is a professional game, you know, that's why I think people sometimes don't realize what it really takes to be a professional psychic, paranormal exorcist or paranormal investigator, which whatever it is, to be a professional means you have to have an incredible level of protection and safety around the spiritual work that you're doing. And so it's so important to know that and to not just say, oh, I'm going to do, you know, um, an investigation or I'm going to open up a Ouija board or even sometimes play with tarot cards um, that haven't been specifically blessed or have the right intentions put into them. I've also had clients that have, you know, um, cards that have been infected. So we got to be careful here. So not to just kind of my, my warning out to everyone, um, but, but (laughs) thank you, but please continue. Please continue. So, so you're at this point where you're now seeing this dark shadow and then what happens? So, um, as a young girl dating, you know, you, uh, explore your sexuality and, um, for him and I, that was a very intimate and private moment. And I think that was the pure moment that I took away from this entity from having. And um, it just, like, lit a fire underneath kindling and, it, like, under C4 and a whole bunch of, like, dynamite bricks. And it just went off. So the next few weeks after we kind of consummated our relationship at a young age, um, I don't condone that for anyone, by the way. <laughs> be safe, be safe, my lovelies. Um, right. In, in the midst of all that new emotions flying around, I kind of, you know, put spiritualism on the back burner because I was young and school is very important. But uh, I think in doing so, put that entity on the back burner as well. And um, so, so about two weeks from when we did our thing, um, I started having night terrors, like extremely vivid like horrific dreams like I don't wish this on anybody if you've seen Chucky or Saw like this is the kind of stuff I was dreaming and I didn't I didn't go to bed thinking I wanted to see people dismembered and gutted yeah it was crazy like I was getting very intense violent thoughts like for example I'd go to the grocery store and I just want a Twix bar but like I'd go by like the pointy aisle (laughs) and I'd look at all the knives I'd be like oh that's pretty and then I get like a vision wow just like gutting someone down the aisle and be like whoa that was not me what the hell <laughs> that's you're not normal. definitely being affected keyword keyword here that's not me that's not mm-hmm. me. right please continue so i um i started realizing that every night i'm getting fearful to sleep so i would look for any reason to stay awake and so that's when i started like sneaking my mom's liquor and wine <laughs> and I'd just right. watch binge watch movies and I'd get very like movie savvy you know like yeah understandable <laughs> but um I during like for example during these night binges until four or three in the morning I'd always feel a presence in that room that I'm in watching the movies and like a good 50% of the time if I glanced over to the back uh back door where the the backyard is it's like those sliding doors 
Yeah. Um, I'd see like a, a dark kind of shadowy figure, very tall, big, and like very pointy hands, but you could still make it out. It was shadowy, smoky, translucent, but it was behind the glass, like it couldn't come in. Kind of like long figured. Yeah, like black not not entity. like a slender man, but you know you know the movie Babadook. Yes, yes, yes. It kind of looks like that without the top hat, just like thicker. Okay, we are going to end part one with that one, but don't worry, there is a part two coming up. So, uh, and I do apologize, I, you know, in playback mode, I did hear that there were some parts where the audio faded in and out a little bit. But for clarity's sake, the demon that I referenced earlier was named Zozo. So, Z-O-Z-O for those of you who've been listening and wonderful. So I am almost out of time for part one. So we're going to stop it here and be on the lookout for part two, which is coming up right after this. And we're going to start it right where the Babadook reference came in. So thank you for listening to part one of Brittany Robinson, Paranormal Survivor. <laughs>